This podcast has been brought to you by the Jackson County Libertarian Party. If you don't listen to Life with ED podcast, I'll eat your goddamn ass, bitch. Because tonight will be the night that I will fall for you over again. This is Life with ED Podcast. What's up, guys? I'm Eric. I'm Drew. My goddamn dick don't work. We're uh, we're doing this podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> had, yeah. it, had it again. We yeah. got tons and tons of well-researched material ready for you tonight. Yes. Um. <clears throat> Go ahead and... I you ever guess. get that rash checked out? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and I guess we can do shouts because we got some new group members. Some newbies to the groupies. Uh, Landon Wilkins. Landon. Shirley LaSure Badgett. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how you say that. B-A-D-G-E-T-T. Badgett. I think so. Bad get. <laughs> However, welcome Shirley. Welcome Landon. Welcome um, to the nonsense. Yes. Uh, you want to do any other shout outs? <clears throat> I know like Zach Johnson posts on the group a lot. Cameron Turner. Um, let's see. Cody Lesnit. Ryan Meal. Dalton Stevens. You know. All the good shout-outs like normal. Everybody yeah. in Australia. Parker Heyman. He said he listened to us the other day, I think. Hell yeah. Uh, Frank Rohr. Frankie. Montreal. Ronald. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Daddy Roo-Roo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you want to... You got any, like, news stories? No. You ain't got nothing? I mean, I got some on this day. Hell yeah. Let's do let's run those real quick. None of them are really that good. It seems like later in the year we get less interesting stuff happens. I don't know. Hey, I gotta ask you. What's up? Because I saw I saw this question getting popped up on a couple different things that I watch. Yeah. What's the whitest thing you do? The whitest? Yeah. Like shows my color? Yeah. Like what's the whitest thing you do? Just drink whiskey straight. That's that's pretty white. Hmm. I guess. Hunt. <laughs> well, now. I, I know a bunch of people of color that hunt. I see a lot of TikToks and everything, you know. I was going to say something that's bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> no, now. God damn. No. No, uh... I don't know. What's the whitest thing you do? I, I don't know. I was thinking about it. I was probably like put mayonnaise on a lot of shit. That's disgusting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I fucking I put I put mess, mess, mayonnaise on a lot of shit. <laughs> mister, mister. <laughs> mister, mister. But yeah. Mr. Mayonnaise over here. I was thinking, I was wondering what your answer would be on that. I don't know. Ranch on a lot of stuff. Ranch. Is that white? All right. I don't season my food. 
Oh, now nah, I got to season the fuck out of everything. How is this supposed to take me to Flavortown? <laughs> like a little bit of pepper on there, and you're like, it's spicy as fuck. <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. I picked like roadkill up off the side of the road and brought it home and ate it. <laughs> oh, you ain't. Yes, I have. What the fuck? Like a fresh dead deer on the side of the road? We ain't friends no more, bro. Why? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, is I talking like you saw somebody hit it and then like... Like I went down the road and then like just did a lap, maybe three minutes and came back by and there's a dead deer. So somebody like hit this motherfucker and it was laying there. Oh, dead. so it's still hot. Oh, yeah. It was like still like you could move its body. You know, like rigor mortis hadn't set in yet. Yeah. Yeah. Threw it in the back of the truck. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Took it home. It was all bloody on the inside and fucking bruised as fuck. Pretty much just cut like one steak out of its back. Yeah. And just tossed the rest of it. It was all fucking mangled. Oh. Well, well, like, it's better. I guess, like, you didn't, like, pull one up that was, like, all, like, bloated up. No, yeah, you know, like, a possum <laughs> was eating its ass out. And... <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened now? <laughs> there was a possum eating its ass out? That's what they do. Where the fuck's this possum at, bro? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Who messaging me? Who dare? Who dare? Corn dog. Yes. Yeah, shout out Cordell Stahl. He is not with us today. The great Cornelius Corn Dog Stahl. <laughs> Cornelius. <laughs> Habalava Ding Dong. Prince Hababi. Yeah. Uh, the horny, corny corn dog. He is horny, ain't he? Mm-hmm. He's very, very pent up. <laughs> <laughs> he backed up, son. We are. Uh, he needs some of that, like, fucking gutter wash or whatever. God damn. <laughs> he needs one of them, like, you know, them dog mat. Liquid mat, fire. Like, dog mat brushes. Hmm. You know, it takes the mats out. Yeah. But it might be going to the point where it, you just got to, you know, grab them by the base and, like, cut it off at the skin. Yeah, you just got to shave it. <laughs> There's no like saving some, it. Like, sheep shears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, fuck, I was going to say something. I forgot. You're going to ask me something. Oh, yeah. Since we brought up Hobbs, uh, there's been a couple people get a hold of me about the sign picture. So the next time that Hobbs is over here, I got all the stuff. I got the fucking markers. I got the pictures and all that shit. As soon as the next time Hobbs is over here, we'll fucking we'll sign like maybe like ten of them, and we'll see whoever wants them. Okay. I don't know about shipping and all that stuff like that. I'm sure we could probably take. It probably wouldn't be that too bad on I'll, a fucking. I'll picture. drive it to their mailbox. I'm sure it's not that far. Australia? Well, if if they actually get a hold of us, then <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I'll just put it in a bottle, drive to the ocean. Throw it real hard. <laughs> and just wait by the beach. It'll show up. <laughs> Some beach somewhere. <clears throat> yep. We got... Oh, what? I was going to do... Yeah, he's going to do that. What, what kind of whiskey you got over? Uh, Evan Williams straight. Evan, <clears throat> Wh- Evan Will I Am's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 11 will I am. Um, so, on this day for September 21st, um, 1752, Pennsylvania's new state house bell, known today as the Liberty Bell, arrived in Philadelphia. Well, bell <clears throat> Yep. From Whitechapel Foundry in London, England. So, Hell yeah. That's kind of cool. That is actually history. That's the one with the crack in it. Mm-hmm. The famous Liberty Bell. 
Uh, also, on this day in 1939, World War II began when Germany invaded Poland by attacking the free city of Danzig. Didn't they do that again? What do you mean? They did that after that, too, didn't they? Do the same thing? This is World War Two. Oh, I thought you said World War One. Oh, did I? I meant World War Two. Okay. No, 1939. But Danzig was there? <laughs> yeah. They attacked Danzig, dude. <laughs> like, just him. Like, as the as the Blitzkrieg was rolling in with the tanks, he was just like, Am I demon? He's just singing, like out there screaming. Was that London? Uh, London Dungeon? Yeah. <laughs> He's out there singing Misfits. Yeah. Uh, and um, last one I have was on this day in 1978. The horror film Dawn of the Dead, written and directed by George A. Romero, premiered in Torino. I don't know what Torino is. What year was it? 78. Okay, so yeah, the original. That's still that's still a good one. Yeah. Yeah. George Romero, the king of the zombies. Yeah. So, so ahead. Hell yeah. We're on this day, September 1st. Well, I mean, <clears throat> uh, I guess we're recording on the 31st, but tomorrow, you know what happens as soon as you wake up? Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. I'm setting my alarm for that in the morning. It's going to be cool as fuck. I don't know what that is. Bone Thugs and Harmony, dude. Come on. Mm. Come on, dude. I thought you were referring to like Green Day or something. <laughs> but I was no, like, dude. that's when September ends, not begins. <laughs> Threw me for a loop. <clears throat> Wake me up when September begins. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What the hell am I supposed to talk about? So, I can get into some like urban legends if you want to. Yes. I'm down. So, uh... Let me, uh, okay, so I got, this one right here is from Alabama. It's called the Huggin' Molly. (laughs) 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 The urban legend, the Huggin' Molly, is clearly a tool used by parents to get their children to obey the rules. The story narrative to Abbeville tells of a phantom woman who appears to children if they stay out late at night. She grips the lingering child tightly and screams in their ear. <laughs> God damn. Ah! <laughs> like, fucking ah! Scream a, at you, son. It's not uh, that type of scream. It's, like, it's a sexual scream. What the fuck? <laughs> she, grips, she grips the lingering child tightly and screams in their ear. She's not meant to cause death, just one hell of a fright. So, she's just fucking grabbing people and screaming, dude. Something grabs me and fucking screams in the middle of the night. I'm going to hit him in the mouth. Might come. Jesus. <laughs> what? When I get startled, it happens. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you do if there was a, a, mog, a fucking hugging Molly grabbing you in the, in the middle of the night? Let's out a big fucking sexual scream in your ear. Oh. That's it. Just a hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. I grabbed the nine and probably dump clip. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> okay, next we got the fucking this is from Alaska. The Qualapic. Qualapolic, I think is how you say this. An Inuit version of a mermaid or siren. Calls to children who are wandering too close to the seashore with her humming, then takes them away in her baby pouch. That bitch gotta be cold. 
the greenish woman-like creature will never return a child once taken into the depths. Sounds like a lot like a good way to convince your kids not to go in the water. Yeah. So this bitch starts singing and then shoves kids in her fucking what the fuck did they call that baby pouch. baby pouch? We all know what that is. Wow. Oh. So she shoves them back in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next, we got one from Arizona, uh, Slaughterhouse Canyon. Also known as Luana's Canyon, Slaughterhouse Canyon tells the gruesome tale of a 19th century gold miner who failed to come home to his family one night. Without his... What the fuck? Without his earrings? I don't even know. Why the fuck is this... Ooh. No. With... <laughs> <laughs> um, whoops. Uh, without his earnings... The, the mother and her children couldn't buy food and begin to starve when she <laughs> when she couldn't stand it any longer. The wife chopped her kids into pieces, God. tossed them into the nearby river, and died of despair. Her cries can still be heard echoing through the canyon. Jesus Christ. Crazy bitch. Old boy lost his fucking earrings, dude. Hey. Yo, crazy <laughs> bitch. God. <coughs> uh, Arkansas. The Gurdon Light. Gurdon. Gurdon. Like many urban legends, the story of the Gurdon Light has several variations. In one, a railroad, railroad worker was hit by a train and decapitated. His spirit can still be seen today searching for his lost light. In another, the railroad worker can... The railroad worker... Goddamn, railroad's a hard fucking word. Railroad. I fucking love trains. The railroad worker bore a violent grudge against the boss who had fired him. He murdered his former employee, em, employer with a railroad spike, and the victim now wanders the tracks. While the Gurdon light is well-documented, no one has been able to offer an explanation on what it really is. Where was that one at? Uh, Arkansas. There's one similar like that in Tunnelton, Indiana. Arkansas. Arkansas. But, um, yeah, you know Tunnelton? Oh, yeah. Like... Back in the day. Isn't that where, like, homeless people go to have, like, anal sex? I don't know. Maybe. I but, heard it smells like poop and lube in there. It does. Um, I mean, I just, you know, I don't, I wouldn't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was, like, back around, like, Civil War era. Maybe, like, after a little bit. But those tracks were, like, still heavily used for, like, shipping, like, by the Army and stuff. And so they had guards posted there. Because I guess there was a lot of Indians in that area back then and stuff and savages and so the story goes like the one of the guards one night at his post his name was Henry I don't remember what his last name was but he was killed and his head was cut off and his body was found but his head was never found so if you go there on like certain days of the month you can see Henry walking up and down the tunnel holding the lantern but he don't have a head that's sick yeah we all try to do that. That's not too far from here. No. Just like an hour, maybe. Dude, we should... Okay, hear me out. Do I know, a podcast I, at Tunnelton? <laughs> I don't know if we could. Dude, I don't want to get... Under candlelight with a Ouija board? Dude, we probably go out there and like some dude jump out of the fucking woods with like a syringe and like stab me in the neck. Ah, <laughs> I got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> but we should like... You know how we're going to do the Halloween episode? Yeah. But we should like one time, like sometime around Halloween, we should like load up each family in, in the cars and we'll go to different places that we know around here that are kind of like got those stories. Cause I got a couple around here too. 
Okay. I think that'd be kind of cool. I mean, Tunnelton's the only one I really know. Other than, what's that that big cemetery out by Henryville? Or somewhere out this way? It's supposedly haunted. Oh, I don't know. I know I don't Bridgewater. That's what I'm talking about. That one's like way out in the middle of nowhere out there. Like people, a lot of people go to that. Yeah. That's kind of like a well-known thing. And then you got like <laughs> we, Witch's uh, Cabin. Yeah, I ain't been to that one. But the cool thing about Bridgewater, I grew up like out that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last house, like the mailbox, the last house before you enter like the gravel road and go up to the cemetery, the address is 666. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, <coughs> there's, there's, I've, I've been up there a couple different times with some wild shit happening. Like wild shit, like where people's like phones, like ran, they all just die at once and shit like that. But I've been up there with like, legit like ghost investigators where they're running like those spirit boxes ghost facers <laughs> you know like where it like runs the frequencies yeah. and shit and i've been up there with like all kinds of wild shit but the craziest one i think cameron was with me and there was like a some like gothic chick that was like a stripper out of louisville right and she was like like a real like she's like a witch yeah. i guess you know she's so called and uh we drove up there during the day and she was sitting in her car with like a fucking with her phone out, like recording, like on the steering wheel. Yeah. Didn't think anything of it. I was like, that's fucking weird, you know? And she was like all gothed out and shit, you know? And uh, we started walking up through the cemetery and stuff because there's a trail that leads right out the back of it. And as we got up there through the middle, there was like a fucking, there was like a ring of like flowers or some shit that she put out there. And like a little like stick voodoo doll thing that was like sticks tied together. She's a voodoo lady. And I did, I finally, I put two and two together and I saw that shit and I, I was just like, we get, get the fuck out of here now. Because mm. I was like, she's fucking doing some spell. Like yeah, she's record, recording shit and everything. Like there's two guys that just randomly walked up here. Well, let's take their fucking souls. Sacrifice. You know? <laughs> like, Sacrifice. I was like, Sacrifice. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, that place up there is pretty wild. Yeah. I, I'm, I've heard stories. There's a guy I worked with at Morgan's. Him and his wife were big into that stuff. And I guess they did a tour out there. I don't know. Like, they have a group that they all go with, I guess, all these places. Yeah. <clears throat> and they took a bunch of pictures. He brought the pictures in, dude. And it's, like, pretty fucking weird. Like, orbs and shit. Like, on, like, nice cameras. Like, big, like, Nikon, like, fancy-ass cameras. Yeah. And he'll show you, like, these are the pictures we were taking before we got there. Like, over in this woods or at this property and just perf- perfectly looking pictures, you know? It's like when we get here and it's like this and it's like fucking orbs and shit, like blurry, like camera, like, like fucking ra- like random, like orange and yellow burst of colors and stuff. Yeah, and, that's something you definitely see out there is random lights in the back. Yeah. Like where the woods is. Uh, Really trippy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think. Let's, let's take a pause. Just real quick. Hold that thought. Okay. All right. We are back. Sorry about that. <clears throat> the computer like froze for a second. Uh, what I was gonna say was is, you know that the cemetery is like very very fucking old. Yeah. And it goes all the way back to like, you know like slave times and stuff like that. Right. And there's a as soon as you pull up there, there's a gigantic fucking tree that's like huge, like big motherfucking tree, dude. And there's a one big ass branch that kind of comes off the front that you can still see kind of like the rope burns on it. And there's rocks at the base of the tree, which was the headstones of like the people that got hung there because they wasn't 
allowed to be buried inside the cemetery. Hmm. Pretty pretty messed up stuff. But there's a you, apparent supposedly you can go out there and you park underneath that tree, like where that branch is, and you can sprinkle baby powder like on your windshield, and you can see like toe prints, like on your windshield pop up, like somebody's hanging there. Oh shit! Yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. And another another big one, dude, and I've witnessed it myself is if you're back at the back of the cemetery, this is at the day daytime, nighttime, anytime. And you're at the back of the cemetery, and you like look through the cemetery and look at your car. It looks like there's always, always looks like there's somebody in your car, like sitting there in the driver's seat. Always, it's fucking trippy. Like it's got me, it's got me a couple times when we've been out there that I've literally like started running back to the car, like this. So there's somebody in my fucking car, you know, like tripping right. out, like somebody's fucking trying to steal my shit. And there ain't nobody in there, but it, it looks dead up. <laughs> like Someone's there's always there. just somebody just sitting there. That's trippy. Yeah. Ooh. A lot of people won't go there at night at all, which understandably it's kind of haunted. Yeah, <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> Have you been, so you've been there at night? Yeah. In the day? Yeah. We used to ride four wheelers up there. Like See, I've we never had really been. License. I've never been anywhere like that's really haunted. I don't think like well known like haunted. You know what I mean? Like I've, a, never, I've never been anywhere like Waverly Hills or anything. I've, I've always wanted to go. Right. The insane Asylum down there. Tuberculosis. Yeah. But, I mean, I've definitely been in places where it's like definitely uneasy. You know, and like yeah. weird shit like seems to happen, but you don't really know what it is at the time, I guess. But then you kind of think back on it afterwards and you're like, oh, that was weird. But I don't know. I've never really experienced anything like that's like straight up like paranormal. You know what I mean? Or yeah. So I've I've had a couple different experiences with that shit. That's like really trippy. Like I even saw. I know this sounds. I hate talking about this because it sounds fucking insane. <clears throat> yeah. Because I hate being that guy that's like oh, I saw a fucking UFO. <laughs> you know. But I got a, I got a video of it. What? Yeah. Why and, did you not post it to the group? I can. Now it's you it's got to. saved in my Snapchat memories. Hell There's, yeah. I, I, I was on my way home from work from Kimball when I worked that weird shift yeah. where I come home at like 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I almost got into Scottsburg, but not all the way, like on that fucking highway. 56. And I saw a big-ass fucking ball of light, like just out in the middle of a fucking field, hovering over the field. So I fucking pulled off to the side of the road, like on the shoulder, and I just pulled my phone out and started recording it. And I fucking, I pulled my phone down and I fucking set, like hit save on the Snapchat and I set my phone in the door and looked back up and the son bitch was like moving like across, like going towards Scottsburg. So I just like, I followed it all the way and I got all the way to about the interstate and it broke over the trees, like where, like towards like where the high school and stuff was in Scottsburg. Yeah. I couldn't see it no more. But mm-hmm. every day after that, I, when I drove by there, I was always looking around and, and shit, trying to see if there was anything that could explain that. I uh, I even posted it on like a it was like a MUFON group yeah. which is like the mutual UFO right like this uh, and they called me they, they called you yeah and they questioned me and shit and like they like they never did they told me that they would call me back and and sit and told me if they ever got anything else on it and they never did call me back but they questioned everything dude like what was the temperature like in the like outside what did I have any like time loss. That I haven't like 
what angle was it like from the from like the ground like at a right, but it's degree. all about the angle of the bangle all right <laughs> but yeah they fucking they went in on it made me send them the videos like personally yeah. to them that was wild yeah that's pretty cool see i've never had any crazy encounters like that paranormal ufo you know alien what what have you yeah no nope. yeah dude that's, uh that shit I've, I've gotten some pretty wild shit you know what i mean Never fucked with like any Ouija boards or anything like that because I, I have figured that trip me the fuck out. I uh, <clears throat> me and my buddy Ryan Meal, we were I don't know eighth grade maybe, and we were staying at his grandma's house, and his grandma's boyfriend had one, <coughs> and it was like a I don't know I mean it was definitely a Ouija board but it was like almost like a a mockery one like it wasn't like the like creepy looking like. I don't know. It was like a fun looking one? Yeah, like glue in the dark and it was like neon green. Yeah, like a newer version. Yeah. Yeah, like one you buy at Target. Yeah. And, um. You know, you can still buy them at Target. Yeah. It's fucking wild. You can get them at Walmart, <laughs> I think. But his grandparents, well, his grandma and her husband, her boyfriend, whatever, lived right along these railroad tracks. And so we went, like, in their back room or their, like, garage room or whatever. And, like, me and Ryan did it, you know? Nothing happened. But I know we didn't say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> you opened up something in Mamaw's house? And then, so it turned, like, later, a few years down the road, like, they got, like, split up and divorced because he was, like, running around on her and stuff. And I was, like, always had this thought in the back of my head, like, he got fucking possessed, bro. That wasn't him. God damn. Because he was always cool. Like, he was, like, really cool. Like, the cool guy. You know what I mean? Like, hung out with us. Like, took us to do things. Like played guitar with me and stuff like we'd go out and play wiffle ball with us like cool as fuck and i guess he turned into like this huge douchebag like married this like fucking 25 year old like fucking really super young woman and moved to like florida just cut off all connections to the whole family god damn yeah you guys like, didn't you guys didn't say goodbye i, I mean i went that close with him but <laughs> no i'm talking about on the ouija board no, yeah, we didn't. If we if we were in contact with something, we definitely did not tell it goodbye. So it lingered. That energy stayed around. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what they say. You always got to tell them bye. Bye, bitch. I ain't, I ain't fucking with no Ouija board, dude. Fuck a bunch of that. That's the only time I've done it. Hell no. What? <laughs> Fuck that. Let's do it on here. No, live. hell no. Open something in your house. We'll go outside. <laughs> just like it just spells out like fucking meth <laughs> Jesus Christ oh, oh we got a fucking OD fucking OD fucking ghost in here dude uh my buddy Dave he lived with the he lived with this couple that lived in these apartments like in the, up on the north end like these like, ones are here no like they was like up our off like north north end like the tip right before it's like before boo road oh yeah but uh dude these apartments was like small mm-hmm. like it was a bedroom a bathroom and a kitchen that's right. all it was and it was like they moved in there and i guess a, a dude like died in there like od'd and they found him like laying in the middle of the apartment just on the floor and that fucking dude, that apartment always tripped me the fuck out, dude. Like bad, because like, like again, I don't want to sound like a fucking idiot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it constantly looked like there was somebody watching you, 
it, or it felt, felt like, like it, like somebody was watching you in there, no matter yeah. what was going on. And there was like times, dude, where like I felt like somebody like breathed on my fucking neck. <laughs> it's like, and it tripped me, dude. It would trip me out so bad because it would be like when we would be like, you know, like smoking a joint or something, and like I'd like get like a little high, yeah. and like I felt something like fucking touch me or like fucking like breathe on my neck, and I'd just be like, peace, I'm out. And I'd fucking just, just bounce the fuck out of there immediately. Cry dude. your whole way home. <laughs> I'd just go drive around because I'd be like out of my mind a little bit. But still, dude, I'd just like, it tripped me out, dude. Mm. I was like, I cannot do that. Cannot do it. <laughs> <laughs> that place tripped me out, dude. I mean, you've moved around quite a bit, you know. Like growing up and stuff. Like you've lived in many different houses and stuff. I mean, yeah, kind of. So, I know I, I've felt this. Like whenever you've moved into a new house, do you get like that? Almost like... I don't know what you would call it, presence, aura, like, of the past. Like, this house has a history. You know what I mean? Have you ever, like, experienced that? I mean, not not really. Because everything we've kind of moved into has been, like, familiar already. Okay. So, you, like... Maybe you... maybe the apartment that I lived in up here in Austin. Yeah. I mean, that kind of had, like, a weird vibe to it. When we moved first moved to Brownstown, I remember, like, <clears throat> because... We moved from Crothersville to out in the country in Crothersville. We moved into my aunt and uncle's house that they built. So it wasn't real old. And then when we moved from there to Brownstown, we moved into a house that was built in like fucking 1965, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I just remember when we first moved in and like for the first few months staying there, like at night was just like, which I was younger, so it just might just be like the change in it, you know what I mean? But it, I always got this, like, uneasy feeling. You know what I mean? And it always just, like, every house that I've been into that's, like, an older house, you just feel like there's this, like, energy about it almost. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, like I go to my grandparents' house. That like was, the past families that yeah, lived there? Yeah, like, my grandparents' house was built in, like, 1903 or something. And, like, my family's lived in it pretty much ever since it's been built. I'm pretty sure my great-great-whatever-grandpa had it built. But you can just tell, like, a lot has happened in this house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if you've ever experienced anything like that, like, personally. I mean, not like not like bad vibes or anything. But, I mean, I get where you're coming from. Like, like you know, you go in a house that's been lived in for, like, 20 years. By a totally different family. That... You kind of feel, like, the energy of the house. Right. Like, I mean, almost like the smell, even. You yeah. know what I mean? And everything. Yeah. I don't know. See, I was always, I always could pick up on that stuff when I was younger, like stay the night at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times I called my parents in the middle of the night, have them come get me just cause like something went right. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. Just, I just didn't, I didn't, I wanted to go home. I need to go home. Not that I wanted to, I needed to. Yeah. And like if, like sometimes they wouldn't let me call my parents, you know, and I'd stay up all fucking night. Like tripping balls. Yes. And Dude. like finally pass out at like fucking 5am, sun's coming up, I'm like passing out but i uh i always like like my friends houses and stuff like that i never like caught a vibe like that you know Mm -hmm. but i definitely like had some friends and shit that would tell me stuff like at school and shit like that you know Mm -hmm. it's like i am never coming over to your fucking house dude like fucking like there was one there was a kid dude that told me a story about how it was like all the time he would tell me this weird shit about like people standing in his room and shit like that at night and he would like get scared and like you know like hide it was weird fucking shit 
<laughs> but dude, one that like stuck with me that like really tripped me the fuck out is he said like there was one one time that he woke up in, in like the middle of the night and went to get a drink of water. And I guess, you know, like how there's a, like a fucking, usually there's a window there over top of your sink. Right. I guess he like went to go grab a, like a drink of water and then like looked up like in the window and there was somebody like a face like sitting there staring at him. And he said he tripped the fuck out and like dropped the cup and it broke and then his mom got mad at him and shit. But I was sitting there thinking like, who the fuck was looking in your window? <laughs> <laughs> like Shit like that tripped me out, dude. The whole fucking, and they do it in the horror movies too. You know, like, it's either the window. Or behind them. Like, the camera's, like, looking at them. Like and they the, don't see you, it behind them. They close the mirror. Yeah. Like, the medicine cabinet yes. mirror. And they're standing there. Yes. Yeah, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. It always tripped me out. I think like, that's probably like why said, that like story wind, stuck with me. Like, the window. Like, one of the other windows are open. It has drapes. And then, like, the drapes blow in the you wind. Kinda, you just see it, them for a split it, second. Yeah, and you see, like, half their face. And it goes back. And then it goes back in. They're gone. You're like, God. Damn, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like insidious. I hit him. I got that mouth. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we can get back to these urban legends though. If okay, you want to. we straight away from that. Yeah. I mean, that I was, kind of forgot what we were talking about. That was good paranormal talk though. Yeah. Spooky, spooky ghosts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! If you ever got fucked by a ghost, get a hold of me or Drew at Messenger or you know Life with ED Podcast at gmail.com California, Charman of San Antonio, Antonia Creek. Per local lore, a father and son were trapped in a horrible fire. The father perished, and then, before help could arrive, the traumatized loss, the traumatized son lost his mind. He skinned his father and re- then ran into the forest, now, now known forever as Charman, not Charmander. I'm going to catch him, bro. His blackened, burnt body is said to attack motorists on Creek Road as he seen as he seeks more human skin. So, hell yeah, old boy's out there running around with burnt wiener I mean, and he's the, seeking more skin. I mean, if that's true, that's sad. Skin, man! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah, Soundgarden wrote a song about that. Hell yeah, come together with your hands. Save me! Colorado, the Ridge Home Asylum. The Ridge Home Asylum was a real facility that opened in Arvada in 1912. It reportedly housed patients who were horribly mistreated, some of whom weren't even mentally wouldn't weren't even mentally incapable, but had been forsaken by their family. Kind of like Waverly. Yep. Well, Waverly was tuberculosis. Same thing. Tuberculosis is a lung disease. I know, but they were fucking... They wasn't to, a mental asylum. But they were to the point where they were on their fucking deathbeds well, and having yeah. to be completely taken like taken care of. Like, And then they had a body shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though thing. it was demolished in 2004, people say they can still hear the screams and see their apparitions <laughs> of former patients on the grounds. So, even after they tore that bitch down, there's still fucking people wandering around. There's still fucking people. <laughs> there's fucking people out here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that ghost is fucking him. Uh, Connecticut. Dudley Town. Not yeah. to be confused with Dudley Town in our little area. The misfortunes. that so have... Dudley Town, Indiana. Gotcha. Yeah, Dudley Town, Indiana. That's this, where this happened. This is about the country in. <laughs> the misfortunes that have have occurred in the Dud- in Dudley Town are so terrible and numerous 
that its nickname is the Village of the Damned. I'm going to start calling Dudley Town that. The Village of the Damned. (laughs) The now completely deserted town. Okay, we're just adding on. I mean, this is going going right along with it. The completely deserted town is said to have been home to many suicides. <laughs> Suicide when I ride, bitch, scarecrow to walk in shadow. Uh, disappearances and even demonic activity. It is believed that the founders of the village and by extension the village itself are forever cursed. These ghost stories are from the most haunted places in the world and will seriously scare the shit out of you. I'm David Pumpkins and I'm here to scare the living hell out of you. Uh, Delaware. (laughs) (laughs) Fort Delaware, a prisoner camp during the Civil War. Fort Delaware is a Delaware city. Was ultimately the home of 30,000 Confederate inmates. Hell yeah. The few thousand that died there before they could leave the Union Fort are still there to this day, walking around as a goddamn spooky, spooky ghost. Didn't like Ghost Adventures do something there? I don't know. Zach Baggin swallows a lot of ectoplasm. That he does. You want me to keep going? Yeah, fuck yeah. There's 50 that I have down. It's fine. I don't know if we can do all 50. That's, I mean, <laughs> this one comes from the way of Florida. My name is Florida. Captain Tony's is what this one is, and I'm, I'm saying that right. Captain Tony's with an S. That's just the name of it. I don't know why it's his, but... Since 1852, Captain Tony's is the oldest saloon. Oh, that's why it's a saloon. <laughs> in Key West, has been known to be haunted. Doors slam for no apparent reason, and there are inexplainable banging noises and frequent ghostly vibration. No visitations. Good, I was good vibrations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the humming noises coming from the chairs. Like, oh, everybody's just like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Perhaps that's because it's the site of the town's original morgue and was built around a tree that the town once used for hanging pirates. Arg. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a jar there. I got a jar there. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't shit the bed on that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's see. You want to do one of a way of Hawaii? Yeah. Palai Highway. Pele. I think that's how you say it. Isn't that the soccer player? The Hawaiian <laughs> volcano goddess has many myths attached to her name. Once tells of her ill-fated union with the demigod Kamapua, who was half pig. Man bear pig. He's, he's half pig, half it's human. Is half pig, half human. So it is Al Gore. And then half bear. Al Gore. Half <laughs> man bear pig. Uh, he's super serial. The two supernatural beings oh there's two of them oh so one of them's half, it's a gangbang I don't know what the fuck is going on there's a pig and a man <laughs> that <laughs> this, never ends well this is about Ronnie <laughs> the two supernatural beings had a terrible breakup agreeing to never to see each other again they that's, broke up that's why as the urban legend has it you can you if you carry pork with you when you travel over the Pali Highway on Oharu your car will come to an inexplicable halt. Next time you're in the area, we advise you sticking to chicken 
Make sure you're not staying at any of these haunted hotels. That's a fucking ad. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. This one comes from Idaho. Idaho? (laughs) This comes from the goddamn potato state. This urban legend is about starvation. And, oh, this, Jesus Christ. This got got dark quick. Cool. All right, I'm going to start this over because this is dark. This urban legend is about starvation and infant side. Mm. So if you're squeamish, you may want to skip ahead. When famine hit the local area of Pocatello, mothers resorted resorted to drowning their babies in rivers instead of letting them starve to death. That is fucking horrible. It is said that those babies turned in, into fish-like imps whose new mission was to trick or even murder people. That's, that's fucked. That's sad. Jesus Christ, that's fucking... That's dark. I mean, there's got to be some truth behind that, I feel like. That's dark as fuck. This one comes from Illinois. Bachelor Grove Cemetery. <laughs> yeah, bachelors, bro. <laughs> so party. <laughs> often refer, often referred to as one of the most haunted graveyards in America, the 80, 82nd Plot Cemetery is known as the home of many phantom sightings from a ghostly white lady. I mean, is this some fucking lady just got her fucking pumpkin spice latte just walking through the cemetery and now they're calling her out? You got phone charger? To an imperial, <laughs> ephemeral white farmhouse. People who have visited the site have seen numerous explicable illusions. So they're seeing a whole goddamn house pop up in this motherfucker. That's wild. A white farmhouse just pops up in this bitch. This one comes from the way of our town. Well, probably not our town, but in our state. Like the big fucking the big fucking boot, na, na, bud. Okay. Hundred Step yeah, Cemetery. Is my town. This is in Brazil, Indiana. If any, okay. if how far away is that? It's about what, two and a half hours? Yeah, so out west, toward Terre Haute. If you visit this cemetery in the town of Brazil and and climb the climb the one hundred steps in the total darkness of night, legend has it you'll see the ghost of the original caretaker appear before you on top of the hill. He will give you a preview. <laughs> he will give you a preview you <laughs> of you what show. this is fuck they wrote this wild he will give you a preview you of what your own death will look like so he just he shows you what your own death's gonna be like death note so you walk up that bitch and then he's just like this is how you die why would you go up that I don't know I mean maybe, maybe if I had like my time like somebody said you know like you only you got, got so cancer much, you, got you got so got, much time yeah then I'd, I'd, I'd walk up that bitch. Yeah. I'd walk up that bitch. And they're like, yeah, that guy's right. Yeah, fuck. And then they, and then I just see myself like suffering in the bed. Yeah. And like, I just, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Good thing we're not on video. Uh, uh, Kurt go bang. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa, Stony Hollow Road. As the saying goes, a woman scorned is not someone you want to mess with. No, I once you get them mad, you just got to get away. Lucinda of the town of Burlington is no different. Legend says that when her fiancé failed to meet her there as promised one night, she threw herself off the bluffs along Stony Hollow Road. Ever since, her ghost has appeared to countless people. Man, it's like Ghost Rider. So she just, she was like, he ain't fucking coming. Are you kidding me? And she was just like, I'm so over this. 
And she's just like, <laughs> that's, dude, that's I'm psycho. sorry. I'm sorry because this, I don't even know if I am sorry because this probably ain't even fucking real. It's an urban legend. <laughs> right. Bitch, just be dramatic, bruh. <laughs> Bitch, okay. just be tripping. <laughs> like, he had a flat tire. He was on his way. No, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I think something else, if this is real, something else had to be going on. I don't, that's a little wild. He was closet gay. Didn't we already do one called Molly? Mm-hmm. Is it Hugging Molly? Hugging Flog- me Molly or flogging something. Molly? Yeah. This one's the Molly's Hollow in, in Kansas. Huff me Molly. The other one was Arkansas, and this one's Kansas. Mm. Molly's Hollow. The she's urban hollowed. legend of Molly's... She got hollowed out. She got hollowed out. I fucking love trains. <laughs> the urban legend of Molly's Hollow speaks to the United States' racist history. Ooh. As the legend goes, when the local townsfolk found out that Molly, an African-American woman, was involved with a white man, she was lynched. People claim her spirit is still there screaming at night. Jesus Christ. Let people love who they gonna fucking love. I mean, come on, goddammit. Love is love. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. This one comes from Kentucky. The most, Kentucky. probably, I mean, by debate, probably the race, most racist state. <laughs> Kentucky. Hogan's Fountain. In Cherokee Park, you'll find Hogan's Fountain, which features a statue of Pan... The pastoral yet devious Greek god, Peter Pan. You know why Peter Pan can fly? Because he got hit in the Peter with a pan. (laughs) (laughs) At every full moon, some versions say every night at midnight, the figure of Pan wanders the park, causing mischief for passerbys. So he just like... Was it actually Peter Pan? No, it's Pan, the fucking Greek god. I was going to say because Peter Pan does have a dark... He did get hit in the Peter with a pan. No, but that does have a dark backstory. So I know. He's like stealing kids, bro. Yeah. Kidnapping kids. This is come from Louisiana. They got gumba. The Carter brothers. Back to the early 1930s, a young woman escaped from the home of the Carter brothers in New Orleans with slash marks on her wrists. She told the police that the brothers were feeding off her blood. The cops stormed the French Quarter residence where they found more young women in similar states. Their blood draining out of their bodies. The two brothers, now thought to be vampires, were captured and executed, only for it to be discovered years later that their crypts were empty. Ooh. (laughs) That might have some truth. That might have some truth to it. What the fuck? <laughs> That's fucked up. Whoa, buddy, you got a big fucking problem there. These, well, we got remember these are urban legends. I gotta take pee. That's the truth. I'm gonna get me a cigarette then. But before we go, I want to suck your nuts. That's <laughs> 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 gay Dracula. All right, thanks guys. We'll be back in just a second. Gay Dracula. We'll come, come, we'll come, we'll come. What's up, guys? We are back. <coughs> got that cigarette in me. Got that Seacrest in you? Pisses were taken. <clears throat> yes. Cokes were refilled. Always <coughs> talking about Drew's baby womb dream. Yeah. <laughs> <It> sounds <laughs> weird when you say it like that. Uh, going back into the the fucking urban legends. You got one way of Michigan. The Nain Nain Rogue. 
This is one of the urban legends still recognized today. It is celebrated by the people of Detroit every year. They say that there is a devilish creature known as the Nine Rogue. Nine, 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 nine. German for sure. Uh, It's actually N-A-I-N. Still German. I don't care how they spell it. Nine, nine (laughs) Rogue. French for Red Dwarf. So it's French. (laughs) (laughs) Croissant. Who causes this uh, nine row causes mayhem in the city? He is thought to be seen when disaster is about to strike, and is even said to be the reason for the Cadillac Company's downfall in the city. Well, he taking down Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> what city? Uh, Detroit. Hmm. He working for fucking GM. Yep. GM well, he, br- he he brought down Cadillac. Oh, so he working for Ford. Kind of like a uh, Mothman. Well, Ford that was like the heart of. Detroit wasn't it? Wasn't it Ford? Yeah, Henry Ford. That's where like was the assembly, where the assembly line started and shit. I always knew like GM was there. I, I don't really, I really don't know. Hmm. But uh, this guy's known to be there whenever disaster is about to strike. So it kind of reminds me of, like Mothman. They say like Mothman's supposed to be always ling- present, lingering around places when disaster is about to hit. Going collect them souls, bro. Or he's just warning people. That's it's kind of up to debate on that well mothman like fucking taunts people and shit he like fucking has some cheeks on him dude he double cheeked up on a fucking he friday night you know what i'm saying fuck boy <laughs> two c's dude <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh minnesota the wendigo the wendigo we're eating the wendy's okay the wendigo like the foe for foe yeah four for four wendy's foe for foe like let's go get some chili bro you want to no we'll get nugs dip dip the nugs in the chili or maybe get a band-aid in the chili Ooh, remember that remember the finger i remember so, the band-aid there was somebody that found a finger <laughs> uh well, all right anyway <laughs> minnesota minota the wendigo is a creature of native american folklore that is thought to be the result of cannibalism cannibalism eating somebody else's fucking wiener bruh yeah a person will turn into a wendigo a fang bearing creature that is tall skeletal and hairy <laughs> mm. got damn tall drink of water there's a couple people like that around on the streets around here <laughs> that, that meth oh. well or that fucking what do you call it h that fucking hern hern heron hey heron like the bird heron if they resort to eating another human being Whoa, I fucked up. Oh, they're going to be tall, skeletal, and hairy if they resort to eating another human being. Right. You will fall prey to the glowing eyes and snake-like tongue of the Wendigo. So you got a snake-like tongue. They kind of look like the creatures off Spooky Island. Scooby-Doo. They, uh, wonder what they got that tongue, dude. I wonder what that do. You know what I'm saying? That snake tongue. I'm snake. They fucking wrap that bitch around I'm it. I'm a slithery little snake. This one comes from M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. The witch of the Yazoo. She's drinking Yoohoo. Bless you. She also has a Yahoo account. (laughs) I thought you sneezed. (laughs) While living on the Yazoo River, an old woman allegedly lured boatsmen to their deaths with her magic. Okay? So it's a siren. She's out there. No, this is magic. (laughs) Uh, One day, the local sheriff chased her into the swamp and... As she drowned in quicksand, she put a curse upon the town. In 20 years, she said she would return to set the city aflame. Goddamn. Eerily, in 19, 
1204, the city was hit with a massive fire believed to be the work of the witch. The next day, when people went to visit her grave at the Glenwood Cemetery, they saw the that the chain links around her grave had been broken, or so the legend, or so the legend goes. That bitch, she came back. I mean, she told them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she gave them a warning. Mm. They ain't gonna listen. You know what I'm saying? Now that I'm a hippie. This is kind of like straight away. Well, it's still urban legend, but have you heard the one about the doo doo buttocus? No, I think it was Genghis Khan. It was like some Mongolian guy. But he, like, on his tomb, it said, like, the day that he rises from his grave or whatever, uh, he would take over the world or proceed to start his beginning of taking over the world. And, and that man's Elon Musk? No. Oh. But the day Hitler invaded Poland in World War Two, they went to that guy's grave and the grave was cracked. Oh. That's fucked. Yeah. And they said that, like, he was, like, the second coming. Like, Hitler was that Mongolian guy, like... Well, they put him down. He did. But, supposedly, like, his vault or whatever he was buried in, that Mongolian fucking warlord or whatever the fuck he was. Yeah. He was a, <clears throat> definitely a fucking warmonger. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We could do, I guess, this... Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I know a lot more on this, but... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read what I got right here. Okay, this is a uh, Navaja, the aliens of Area 51. I knew it. Publicly known as the place where the military tests out some of its most advanced weapons and technology. Supposedly, conspiracy theorists uh, suspect that is also where the U.S. government stashes the UFOs it doesn't want us to know about. Which obviously we everybody and their fucking mom knows about you Area 51 anymore. So obviously it's not gonna be there no more. I don't think it was ever there. Well, right, Pat. I think we already had that talk, yeah. didn't we? I think it was definitely just a scapegoat, Area 51. It's like, everybody look here. you know. Like, but for the longest time, they wouldn't even say it was real. It only took all the way until like 2008. Well, obviously, it was real. You could drive up to it almost. You know, you could see something was there. Yeah. But well, I don't that's think... Where they, that's where they tested like the SR-71, SR-71, like I think a lot of aircrafts, bomber. yeah, were yeah. tested there. But I don't think any like extraterrestrial shit was going on there. I think it was just the scapegoat because all the like flying aircraft stuff that we did like as the U.S. like military and government yeah was tested at Area 51 in Nevada. I will say I don't want to get off urban legends too much, but if anybody wants to, you got to look up this guy named Phil Schneider. Okay. okay, this guy claims to have worked for like like Area 51 as a he he did like a groundwork and stuff like he was an explosions expert like he could. Like, tell the different types of rock and all that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck that is. Geologist. Geologist, yeah. So, uh, and he was, like, demolitions expert and all that shit. So, he was working at Groom Lake, which is, they own it. It's all part of Area 51, but it's just kind of like an offshoot, like, on the same property. Yeah. And they was, like, blasting down into this shit. And apparently, like, they ran into, a, like, a race of, like, these grays that have been here for, a, like, a long, long time. What'd you call it? Grays? Yeah, like gray aliens. Oh, okay. And, <clears throat> like, a whole fucking... You just gotta listen to his story, because it's wilder than fuck. But old boy has, like, somewhat proof. Like, he has pieces of shit and everything, you know. But, 
his fucking in the story he tells or whatever, his hand gets like phased off, like melted, mm-hmm. and he held, he holds up his hand and it's it's literally melted. This part right here is gone. So his like ring finger and pinky finger is gone. It's like Man, melted he done off. Stuck it underneath the lawnmower. We've seen this. And <laughs> on Hobbs <laughs> yeah. with his foot. Yeah. But he shows all that and everything, you know, and he does this like one conference and they record it and everything. You still find the recording. Right. He goes to this next conference in like, I don't, I forget where it is, some big city. Yeah. In his hotel, okay. By himself. They find him suicide. Okay. Suicided. He suicided himself. Right. Apparently. Mm-hmm. By wrapping a catheter. To, like a catheter hose around his own neck and strangling himself. Why do you have a catheter hose? Fuck if I know. Maybe he had a catheter, but... Not your average dude has a catheter. I know, but he that's what he was strangled with in his hotel room by himself. <clears throat> so he was spilling the beans. Yeah. And Somebody got, came and suicided him. Yeah. And this is in the 90s whenever he came out. Yeah. So but, when suicided was still a big thing. Yeah, but you can still find him. It's Phil Schneider is his name, and... He has a very wild fucking story if you want if you get into that kind of stuff. That's wild. I ain't never heard that one. Like Cameron is not like a really big conspiracy guy. My buddy Cameron. What? He's. I mean, he is now because me and him's been hanging out for a long time. But he was like kind of like, you know, on the edge about everything. Mm-hmm. And I showed him that Phil Schneider dude, and he sat there and watched like a, that whole four is hour related to Rob four hour fucking video. Rob Schneider. Yeah, probably. His brother? Probably, yeah. He did that, like, animal movie. Yeah. Where he fucked a goat. Something about, like, grown-ups or something. Something about a truck. Maze. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, look up Phil Schneider. Um, this one is uh, New Hampshire, the legend of the, the Chucarata. I don't know. The Chocharota. Uh, Mount Chacharata was named after a Native American chief who lived in the early 1700s. Legend has it that he left his son with the Campbell family while he went away on tribal business. While under the family's... It says car. Care. Uh, Yeah, probably definitely care. While under the family's care, his son died. Perhaps accidentally or perhaps not. What under their car? It's what it it says. Uh, It's under the family's car. (laughs) To exact revenge, the chief killed the white man's wife and children. Then the surviving Campbell chased Chukarata to the top of the mountain and shot him dead. But not before the chief had placed a terrible curse upon the land. Here we go with the curse again. It is said that the land, now known as the Lake Conservancy, They'll inflict suffering and death upon anyone who tries to live there or drinks from its rivers. They didn't carry Madame Zaroni back to the top of the mountain. They carry Madame Zaroni. New Jersey, the ghost boy of Clinton Road. Clinton, Clinton body count, bro. Yeah, search Clinton body count. Everybody, listen up. Like, search Clinton body count. Like Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, the murders. Uh, New Jersey. I don't think it was Bill. I think it was more Hillary. I think it's both, both, bro. Like, they would do some wild shit on those planes and stuff, and then, like... Like, stinks on a plane. Like, as soon as they landed, like, the fucking... The command tower, yeah. like, both of them that was up in the command tower just commit suicide, like, for no suicide. reason. Suicide. And then the pilot commits suicide for no fucking reason. And then, like, Bill gets just a new pilot and shit, and then that one just commits suicide because the shit he has to put up with on the, and sees on the plane, and then, like, they're just like, we gotta get rid of him. But Bill seems like such a cool guy. Oh, yeah. You know? 
He's but he's probably the coolest. That's, that's why I was saying like <laughs> Hillary. If you could do anything you fucking wanted, and if anybody crossed you, they died. I mean, I'd be the coolest guy too. He played the fucking saxophone, bro. He didn't inhale. Uh, he he smoked a little bit of marijuana, but oh. he did not inhale. <laughs> uh, New Jersey, the ghost boy of Clinton Road. The ghost of a young boy is said to reside beneath one of the bridges in the road of Passaic County. And why is it everything so? Why is all this shit so fucking hard to say? Why is all these weird counties and shit? That's so fucked it's up. Just, it's not Passaic County. It's foreign to you. If you lived around there, you'd know how to say it. He's got a foreign object. Yeah. Uh, in northern New Jersey, as the legend goes, he's a quiet help. Quite, he's quite helpful. Not to mention honest. If you drop a coin into the water, he will return it within 24 hours. It has become a rite of passage to local teens to go test it out. That's cool. That's cool. So That's he, a safe one to go do. Yeah, he brings your coin back. That's kind of cool. But then he kills you. <laughs> <laughs> but then he possesses you. You know who's got hands? The devil. And no he one. uses them for holding. Uh, New York, the legend of Cropsy. Staten Island's Cropsy has been a local legend for decades and gained national attention when the documentary of the same name was released. The story goes that Cropsy had a hook for a hand and was a patient at the Willowbrook State School. He had a hook for a dick. He had a hook dick on him. <laughs> <laughs> he would come out late at night to hunt and chase local kids with his hook hand. Hook dick. In truth, a series of child murders did take place in the area of Staten Island in the 1970s and 80s. Man, it's just some pedo. He had a fucking hook wiener. Horrible. North Carolina. The beast of Bladenboro. Many regions of the United States have their own urban legends of the story about a mutant creature in the woods who kills viciously and indiscriminately in North Carolina. North Carolina. It's the beast of Bladenboro. Described by locals as a panther-like, bloodthirsty killer lurking in the darkness. It is said to have attacked numerous dogs and even people. Watch your back. Don't miss the fucking TV show that the ad says. <laughs> <laughs> There's one of them around here on this road. Huh? Cameron told me all about it. Oh, there's like a, there's the fucking, there's a werewolf running around out here. Yeah, the, the Morgan's Woods monster. That's fucking insane. I've never heard of that in my life. Ask Cameron, bro. Like, not. I, I got. I got to tell you this, okay? Because it is kind of trippy. Up through here, I don't know if I've told this story on here or not. So stop me if I have. I don't want to get repetitive. Uh, no, that's fine. If you go over here where this house, the house used to sit at the park, and you go straight back through the woods. I don't know where the house is, but it ain't up there no more. It's like a that's like a shed now where they keep like lawn equipment. Okay. But if you go straight back through those woods and just keep going, you come first to this big open field. It's just a big rectangle. It's completely secluded in the trees, just randomly. There's just a big-ass field. Mm -hmm. So then you cross that, and you keep on walking through there. Like this direction? Yeah, going that way. Okay. I, got, I don't want to I don't want to pinpoint where exactly where this is because I don't want to bring shit to me because this could be active still so i don't want to i don't want to pinpoint right, okay 
So I just want to get direction now. Once you go through that me. field, mm-hmm. I, we might just take the road name off there. But okay. once we go, once you go across that first field, you walk through the woods for a little bit more, and it opens up again. There's three trees in a line, okay, about halfway in the middle of the field. They all it's it goes way up, and there's one branch that sticks out the front of each one of them, and it's they're leaves on top but they've had it trimmed all the way down to where there's just one branch sticking off the front of each three of these trees and then there's one gigantic oak tree with the same big ass branch sticking off the front in the yeah. middle of the of the field and then off to the if you keep on going across there's like this big ass mound and it's all built up to where you got to climb up on top of it but once you get to the top of it it's flattened off it kind of looks, looks like a little volcano yeah a little plateau but in the middle of it, you could I could tell obviously it was like a burn pit, yeah. like a big ass burn pit. But it was just weird because it was almost like it was staged off on the top, like people stand around it. And like I said, this was I'd probably say it was probably maybe six feet up off the ground, like you had to climb up it. And it had one log that ran across the middle of it with some chains like hanging in the middle. Really didn't like put two and two together when me and a couple of buddies like this like was walking Stumbled around out there it, yeah so we went back home and we was talking to my buddy's dad that lived up here and was a caretaker of the park and we was telling him what it was dude he tripped out like he went solid white <laughs> and and supposedly like some like that's like some kkk shit that mm-hmm. goes down and apparently that's like some like possibly still like happens to this day and that's like a meeting area. Hmm. So it just that that's something always stuck with me too. I mean, honestly, it could be about anything really, like some satanic shit going right. on. That's kind of that's where I thought you were going with it. But the weird thing about it is, is <clears throat> when you go down the main highway here, mm-hmm. if you look back that way, you would never ever know. Well, yeah, you can't see it. It's just a big ass house. Yeah. And then if you but literally, if you keep on going past this big ass house that's completely fenced in, okay, yeah, where well, the whole property all, is. But if you keep on walking back through there, like there's another tree line, okay, and then it breaks into that field, mm-hmm. which I'm talking like the tree line's probably I'd say at least a quarter mile thick. Yeah, and then like you break into that field, and then there's just a fucking like double wide back there. Oh really? Yeah, and I don't even know. If there's a driveway to it or anything, there's just a double wide setting back there. And once we saw like the house and shit, we, we like walked around like on the pit area. And then once we saw that house and shit, I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like, right. I don't know what the fuck this is. So we, we walked back. I mean, no one, I mean, <clears throat> not knowing the fam that family that's and t- like tied to that land. Yeah. You know, like I'm going to guess there's probably some sketchy shit going on there. Yeah, you know, you, just well, and it, it was like you what we was talking about earlier, like bad vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely bad vibes, and it was just it was definitely weird <clears throat> because the trees, the way those trees was set up. I'm talking like this was a fucking like cut grass field, right? Like that somebody mows it, right? Like like you know what I'm saying like somebody gets out there like we, take weekly and mows it, right? And there's just a big ass tree in the middle of this thing, and then three perfectly. Like boom, 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 right in a fucking perfect line, with the with the field, like perfectly in a line. One like boom, 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 like right at one, right after another, and 
It's just, just I don't know. It's weird. Eerie. Yeah. That's weird. It definitely looks like some ritual shit. That's weird. Maybe they're just having pinata parties and they need those single branches to wrap all the pinatas. I'm sure. So. Have I told you about that land I hunted in Brownstown that had a, a graveyard that dated back to around Civil War age? Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. And then how the house used to sit there. Did you ever see any trippy shit? Well, if you... So, you you know that... You remember when those coffins showed up at our work? Like... <laughs> no, like actual coffins. Like it was that... Oh, yeah. Uh, Rick took them? Yeah, but they were like looking into that investigation about those deaths that happened in Brownstown in like the 70s where those kids died in that cabin. And they re-exhumed the bodies? Yeah. So, what about what about Rick's just like, yeah, man, I'll take him caskets. Yeah, I'll scrap him. <laughs> I'd be like, I ain't touching those motherfuckers. But, Hell so, no. So, like, what happened was two kids died in a fire. And that fire occurred maybe just half a mile from that property I hunted. Just straight down the road tracks. Yeah. And um, so the cabin they built was out of railroad ties. So, like, the wooden planks that they used to build railroad tracks. Is it the one with the cabin in the woods? Mm-hmm. But they built this cabin or whatever. Stabbing cabin. And two kids died in it. <clears throat> and then there was three kids supposedly there that night, but the third body was never, like, found, you know. And they said that, like, he killed his friends and then fled the scene. Jesus Christ. And then, like, Beans he... and rice. Yeah, and then he uh, went on to, like, start a second life, basically, and just moved away. Well, so this graveyard that I'm talking about is, like, half a mile, if that. Like, just, like, right on the other side of a, a patch of woods. And there was this old, like, two-story old white farmhouse. It was probably, like, I don't know, close to 100 years old. Just old, abandoned? Yeah, just caved in, fallen in and Where's stuff. this at? The house ain't there no more. They've leveled it now. Oh, I was going to say, dude, let's go check that out now. But um, the graveyard is still there. But <clears throat> I've always wanted to do, you, you ever seen the fucking, those reels, like, where it's, like, people, like, exploring, like, abandoned houses just in the woods? Some weird shit happens. Or just like, I mean, even if the weird shit don't happen, I like, they're just like left the way they were. Yeah. That's fucking, that shit's cool as fuck. Well, that's like, I mean, I won't say weird stuff happened, but you would go there and like, I don't know if it's just like mine, like I was younger, like eighth grade, you know, maybe 14, 15 years old, but it always seemed like shit was moved around inside of it every time you went there. Oh, like, like chairs would be like, like chairs were in the kitchen and we're now in like the living room area. Yeah, or like, like, but I mean, you know, you could maybe some people just like go, maybe some like teenagers no, go out there. No, it, it ain't like that though. Though, like, it's like off. Like, it's not like, oh, some kids just out there smoking weed because it's right outside of town. It's like, dude, they would have had to walk like miles to get to it from town. So this is like way off the beaten path. Yeah, pretty much like way back in on some private property. You know what I mean? And like, where you'd go there, and it's like the fire pit. That was there. The door was always closed. One time you go there, it'd be opened. Or oh, hell no. One time you go there, like, the stairs going up, like, the door was always, like, halfway shut. You know, like, it was a bunch of shit laying on the floor around it. It'd be opened all the way. No. And, like, you'd look up the steps, and, like, there was never anything in front of the steps. And, like, the steps were all, like, bowed and caving in. We couldn't ever go upstairs. Always got this weird fucking freaky feeling that something was up there, but we could never go up there. You'd look up steps, nothing was ever there. 
one time there was just like this little rocking chair sitting right at the base of like at the top of steps up there. What the fuck? Yeah, just like weird shit like that would happen. Did you ever go? You said you never went up you there. You couldn't. There's no way those stairs. Fall. Yeah. But it was like, I never like physically experienced anything like happening in front of me, but it was always like shit was going on in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that graveyard was just right behind it. Yeah. And that was, was like, just a home for the dead, bro. Yeah. And it was just like a family graveyard or whatever all around the Civil War era. Was it their, was it their family? Like their I'm house? I'm guessing. There? Dude, that's fucked. Know. That's, dude, that. Or their family's house. That's you know, like, like prime area for fucking shit to go on. <laughs> like, but, and like all kinds of shit just like scattered through that little patch of woods, you know, like old farm equipment to like so like collapsed when, barns and stuff. When you went in the house, like was there still shit like on the shelves and everything? Like, uh, was it like ransacked? It went. It was just like was fall, it, it was falling in. Was like it, was it cleaned out though? Like all the knickknacks of like of the family? No, like you'd find like little shit here and there, like silverware laying around or like. So it was pretty pillows. Somebody went in there and cleaned it out though, like all the all the main bulk of the shit that they the fa- the family I mean, had. Back when the house was probably active, I don't know how much they would have had. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's all kinds of shit in it. Like dude, I, I just I find that furniture shit and stuff stuff still like in place. You know, like. Like food still on the table? No, not nothing <laughs> like that. But like blankets laying on chairs and stuff, like old ratted out blankets at this point, yeah. like sloped over like a handle of like an armchair. I don't know. Like that's cool as fuck. All the windows are busted out in it. That's something like I've I've always wanted to do because I like when I was growing up we had like a decent you know plot of woods. Mm-hmm. I think it was like ten acres or something like that, and. I would just like walk constantly through the fucking woods just randomly all day long. Like until it started getting like to the point where it was like going to get dark on me. And then I would finally head back to the house. Just constantly walking around trying to find cool shit. And you had a fucking house that you could just go fucking like walk in. That's so badass. Yeah, but it was like. That's something like a little kid like, you know what I mean? That's like a like a dream. It definitely sparked your adventure. Like you wanted to go check it out. But it's like every time like there was multiple times like. It was weird because we wouldn't ever get past, like, the entryway. Like, we'd walk into the entryway, and it was, like, this front living room area, and then, like, it went up to this upstairs setting, and you couldn't ever go up there. But, like, I don't know, like, just too weird to enter the house, almost. Like, always we just left the front door open when we would go in. You know, that way we could dart if anything came out. Like, it monster houses your ass? Yeah. But it was just like, like every step you took, you could hear it through the whole house. Yeah. Like, shit starts settling. Yeah. And yeah. just like randomly, like you'd hear like noise. and like a mouse or something. Probably we're like, oh, God damn. Like yeah, some possum. Or a bird go fucking busting out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but you never know. Like you fucking look up those stairs. Might be some fucking demon witch lady up there bent over backwards. Like crab walking down the stairs towards you. Dude, I unload your shotgun. I mean, 22 at best at then. Oh. I'm like 13, 14 years old. Yeah, like, I'd be racking that bolt as fast as I could. Like it was old Henry 22, budge. Like I'd fucking Lee Harvey Oswald, that bitch. But I never personally seen anything that was like paranormal. Other than things just kind of always seeming out of place. That is, that is, but that, that's pretty cool though. It was cool. That's like my little bit of urban legend. Hell yeah. Well, you, know, you want to read a couple more of these and then we can get into music? Yeah. Where are we at on time? Hour 15, so we're good. Yeah, we'll read a couple more here. 
This one's gonna sound. This one's gonna be a good one. Okay, North Dakota, the Mini Washitsu. The Mini Washitsu. So I'm, I guess it's just like a big ass shitsu. Uh, next time you're on the banks of the Missouri River in North Dakota, <clears throat> keep an eye out for the Mitchawasitsu of North Dakota. He the, shit on you. A giant red hairy monster with sharp spikes along its back, a horn, and the, and only one eye. If you look at it, blindness, insanity, and death are said to soon follow. What the fuck? <clears throat> so, this thing is big, hairy, and pink. Oh, sorry. A giant... <laughs> 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 a giant red hairy monster with sharp spikes along it, along its back and a horn and one eye. It's pink. <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, damn it. Ohio. Gore Orphanage. In 1800s. Al Gore. In the 1800s. <laughs> there, mammoth pig. There was a deadly fire at the aptly named Gore Orphanage in Lorraine County. Tragically, every single orphan in the institution perished. Locals say if you visit the site where the orphanage stood, you can still see the ghosts of the dead children, hearing them playing or smell their bl- burning flesh. How'd they die? The whole orphanage burnt down. They all died inside. The whole orphanage. That's horrible. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, Oklahoma. The Shaman's Portal. Oh, yeah. Also known, also called Oklahoma's Bermuda Triangle. People have allegedly disappeared into thin air upon setting foot in these dunes and in the beaver sands. Beaver. So don't don't be going in them beavers now. Disappearing in the beaver, bud. The beaver's got sand and it's going to be pissed. Hmm. It's believed that a UFO crashed here, opening a door to another world. Portal. Crashed so hard that it opened, ripped a fucking... A time hole door. in time. Yeah. Uh, this one is Oregon. I got a fucking Oregon for you. The Bandage Man. The ghost of a man who was supposedly chopped into bits at a sawmill terrifies Oregon residents to this day. To this day. Okay, this dude got chopped up in a fucking sawmill. They call him the Bandage Man because, well, his entire body is wrapped in bloody bandages, mostly... He is said to attack people who drive through or park their cars in Cannon Beach. Hmm. Old Bandage Man. Uh, Bandage Man. Hell yeah. Like Spoon Man. Come together with your hand. Uh, Rhode Island. Fingernail Freddy. (laughs) He went for the French tickle and scratched her. It's all Freddy Krueger. Yeah, that's what it says on here. It sounds familiar because Rhode Island... Rhode Island legend for the Fingernail Freddy is supposedly the inspiration for the Nightmare on Elm Street. In this version, Fingernail Freddy is a wild woodsman with an insanely... It's like Tickle Me Elmo, but it's Finger Me Freddy. <laughs> finger Me... Fingernail. Oh, it's a Finger Me. Fingernail Freddy's. It says that he's a wild woodsman with insanely long fingernails who comes out at night to attack campers with his talons. <laughs> He just he just out there growing his fingernails. All I'm thinking about is finger me, Freddy. He drinks a shitload of milk. <laughs> South Carolina, the legend of Lavinia Fisher, known as America's first female serial killer, Lavinia Fisher was certainly not dainty about her kills. 
In the 1800s, she and her husband John ran an inn where they had the unfortunate habit of killing off many other guests. They would poison their guests. Then, when the when the poor person had fallen asleep, drop down, drop them down a trap door. The victim managed to escape, and the two were found out, resulting in their execution. Ooh. So the ghosts of Lavania Fisher oh. <laughs> still haunts the Charleston jail where she was executed. This one's South Dakota, the Walking Sam. Sam, I am. Uncle I don't Sam. want no. I don't want no ham. Sam, I am. I don't want no green eggs and ham. Sounds disgusting. Walking Sam of South Dakota is a bit like the notorious figure, notorious B.I.G. No, the notorious figure from the Slenderman video games, an unnaturally tall, skinny, and creepy character. Those who come across his path are inducted to commit suicide. Jesus Christ! And his favorite prey is young teens. Sounds like Uncle Sam. He signed up guys for the military. Like guns don't kill people, the government does. Only you can prevent wildfires. This is the Tennessee. You're the only ten I see. You. That's gay. <laughs> this is the skinned Tom. As what? a the skinned Tom. Skinned Tom. As the story goes, in the 1920s, a young man named Tom once took his lady friend to a local lover's lane. He didn't know it, but the woman he was so enamored with was in fact married. Her husband found the two canoodling in their car. Canoodling. He hitting that from the back, but you know what I'm saying? You got to roll the goddamn windows up because you're letting the fucking stank out. Uh, Her husband found the two fucking dog dicking in the fucking car murdered the wife and then skinned tom alive people say tom still hangs around lover's lane ready to kill those who dare commit adultery look outside scottsburg lover's lane we 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 got one out there but i mean it's saying here that fucking skin tom is gonna fucking fuck you he's gonna get you if you're getting your pp sucked on texas uh the la chuta in South Texas, after you've had a beer or two, at the goddamn out here in Texas, we gonna have us a goddamn beer. What? Two beers. What? And then you'll need to be out on the lookout for the Lachuza. Depending on the version being told, this incredibly large owl is either a bruja, a witch, or a familiar woman by day, bird by night. Her child was killed by a drunk, so she is on the prowl looking to take revenge on bar patrons stumbling out on the street after closing time. I'd be fucked. So she's a witch that turns into a goddamn bird. Goddamn flying around, fucking people up. We got this one here comes by way of Too Tall from Utah. The curse of the... Too Tall Jones. And fucking... In placenta petrified forest. I don't know how to fucking say that. <laughs> in placenta. Visitors of visitors of this petrified forest in the Black Hills of Utah are cautioned to leave what they have found behind. Legend has it that anyone who takes so much as a rock or a piece of wood will suffer intense misfortunes, car accidents, broken bones, or even job losses. After said to have, are said to have been befallen those who dare ignore the warning. So if you take some shit from there, bad shit's gonna fucking happen. Moral of the story is, don't fucking take shit. Don't steal. They said that about Yellowstone, too. 
I say that a lot about a lot of places. That um that rock, that like sacred rock in Australia, that big ass fucking rock. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. They say that about that too. Like it'll remember. fucking curse what, you. What is it called? It's not, okay. it's I, not I, Red Rocks. <laughs> it's Colorado. Goddamn rock of Gibraltar. I don't know. <laughs> I do know what you're talking about. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Australians. We don't know your your big ass rock name. Vermont, the Battleboro Retreat Tower. So, built as a part of an insane asylum in the late 1800s, the Battleboro Retreat Tower was soon closed off after a number of patients supposedly committed suicide by flinging themselves on top of the tower. Remains standing today. Oh. Okay, they, so they committed, they committed suicide by jumping off the top. The tower remains standing today and people... Say that if you dare visit, you will see ghosts plunging to their deaths over and over again like an old tape replaying itself. Damn. So you can see, like, a little clip in history of people committing suicide. The rock in Australia is called Uluru. Uluru? Katata. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Or Kata. We we might have just butchered that all to pieces, but this is Virginia. And this, for some reason, I'm getting Hobbs' vibes off this. It's fucking somebody. The Bunny Man Bridge. (laughs) (laughs) As the story goes, in 1904, some of the most dangerous patients from the insane asylum in Clifton, Virginia, were being moved to a prison when the bus crashed on a Fairfax station bridge. Fairfax? That's outside of Bloomington. The inmates attempted to escape, but only one was successful. He left a trail of dead-skinned, half-eaten rabbits hanging from... Hanging many from the bridge. That's goddamn Smeagol. That was the scene of the... Yeah, okay, so he hung him from the bridge. That was the scene of the crash. Then on Halloween night of that same year, several teens hanging out under the bridge were attacked at the stroke of midnight and met the same fates as the bunnies. Gosh. That's violent. I like that one. That's fucking wild. Uh, This one's in Washington. The The malt bees... 13 Steps to Hell. The state? Washington State, yeah. In Maltby Cemetery, in Maltby, you'll find a set of 13 steps leading down into a underground crypt. Legend has it that anyone who makes the regrettable decision of climbing down those steps will be met with a vision of hell so terrifying it will drive them to insanity. Where? Washington? Washington State, yeah. Um, this is Wisconsin. We got this is second to last. Okay, Wisconsin, the bloody headstone of Riverside Cemetery. A local woman by the name of Kate Blood is said to have killed her husband and three children after which she committed suicide. Her headstone at Riverside Cemetery in Appleton allegedly drips with blood every full moon. Though if you if you do visit at a glance at her at a glance at her headstone will quickly debunk the legend she was outlived by her husband and her only child. So what was her name? Uh, fuck, Kate Blood. And this is the last one, Drew. This one's Wyoming, the jackalope. A large bunny creature with antelope horns is well-known character in Wyoming's culture, history, and landscape. Some people say that having most definitely seen it, while others shrug it off as a fairy tale. Well, I'll tell you this, Drew. 
if you go to Texas Roadhouse in Clarksville, they got one mounted. Okay. They got a goddamn rabbit with horns on it, and it's mounted down there. And it, it, it has a plaque that says Jackalope. That's at Texas Roadhouse. The one, the only. Yeah. Actually, it's the first Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, right before we go here. Covered some urban legends today. Yeah. you got. We're any... starting to get into spooky season. We'll so. we go. Yeah. We might start doing a couple more of these here and there, you know, as, you know, September, October approaches. Maybe I just mm-hmm. come in here and scream violently into the mic for 15 seconds, and then we just post that as an episode. Maybe I'll try to talk to Eric and, like, breaking out the Ouija board or something. I could just stand in front of the mic and jack off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, before we go, I want to shout out some music because... Uh, I just found this fucking, this shit. It was, sent, somebody recommended it to me, so I was like, okay, I'll check it out. Okay. So, Australian metal. <laughs> what? So, like, some like, of the bands. From I, the Land Down Under, like, so, heavy. Some of the bands, like, I did kind of recognize, like, Thy Art is Murder. Like, I, I kind of knew about them. But, dude, like, I think, this, I, of course, I'm not very good at, like, you know, spelling and reading. I'm not very good. Not a very smart man. But Psychroptic is the, is the name of a band you got to check out. Whoretopsy, uh, <laughs> Blood Duster, uh, of course, Thy Artist Murder is another one. But, yeah, check out Australian Metal. I mean, they're coming out, like, with some pretty wild shit. And I'd have to say, like, they've, it's like they've taken everything from the past 20 years from all different type like, genres of metal and just kind of threw it all in, in one. Like, everything good from each type of, of genre, they kind of threw it in. Just meshed it. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Check out Australian Metal. I'll definitely have to check that out. They just seem about like crocodiles and, like, fucking stingrays and shit. Yeah, it's nothing but men at work. <laughs> uh, the guy I have, his name is Rob, Robbie Cox. Hell yeah, I like it already. What's up? Rubby Cox. Rubby Cox. Rubbin <laughs> Cox. Um, he's kind of on that like indie folk style. But he's like I don't know, he kinda reminds me like some or like later sixties stuff like Stonesville. It ain't a full band, it's just like him, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he has like this gravel to his voice, you know what I mean? But it's almost like Honestly, like, he has a couple songs that remind me of, like, if Kurt Cobain was still alive. Kurt Cobain. It's kind of what, like, I don't know, it's like, the lyrics are kind of grungy, but the sound of the music's kind of, you know, like, folky country sound, you know what I mean? Okay, I get down with that. But, um, Best Damn Thing by Robbie Cox. I like that one. But just if you go to Robbie Cox on Spotify or Apple Music, just listen, he only has, like, one album. It's all pretty good. Go to Google Images and type in Robin Cox. Yep. And then I got another one. You have to go to YouTube for this one. Okay. This is literally a nobody. Okay. Like, I don't know. My buddy Ryan Meal sent me this guy. And this is the only song I've ever listened to him by him. It's an original. It's called Chasing Angels. But his name is Joshua McLean. M-C-L-A-N-E really good song hell yeah very good song i have to check that one out 
Only YouTube. And it, yeah, it's like, like literally, that's it's taken on like his Android phone. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Like it only has fifty four views. Oh, I don't even know how Ryan found it. Okay. Okay. Hell yeah. But it's a good song. I don't know. Hell yeah. But I feel like people like that have a, have more of a chance now, especially after that Oliver Anthony guy. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. So that Oliver Anthony guy, another one. I mean, obviously everybody's checked him out. Yeah. But check him out some more. He's pretty good. Dude, I'm just going to tell you, like a lot of people have mixed opinions on that Richmond song. What do you what do you have mixed opinions about? I mean, I'm just like some people, you know, have been taught have said. If like, you have mixed opinions about, it, it's because you're probably a one percenter and have everything handed to you in life. Yeah, well, I would say like a lot of the people that say like you know it's kind of like if it's not your generic sp- and all that shit like generic. That. <clears throat> Show me I've, another I've song like it. I've heard people just be like, oh, it's just kind of like generic. Show but me another song like it. I will say like you know if you can't if you can't vibe with that. You ain't had to fucking worry about your your money. That's you know what, what I'm I mean. Saying? Like you ain't had to worry about if it's not like getting oh, something. It's a it's a good song, it has good meaning, but it's just not my style. Okay, I get that. Yeah. You know, everybody has their own style, everybody has their own thing, but it's just like if you're just ragging a song for no like utter reason besides like almost like you're offended by it almost. Yeah. Dude, that song then reminds me. You're probably me, the fucking problem in society. Yeah. That song reminds me of I just got paid. Bills are paid, and I got a house that you know that I can live in for the month. But how yep. the, how the fuck am I put, gonna put gas in my truck to get back and forth yeah. to work? It's like you know what I'm yeah, saying exactly. It's like I got paid today, and it's like the rest of the week. It's like man, we tight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. got put gas in my truck. Ain't got no gas in it. Gotta get the kids back and forth from babysitter back to school. But I got kids. Sacrifices. You know, you yeah. got to make it like... My a, sacrifice. My keep, sacrifice. Keep going. Yeah. But almost if you don't... Like, I can understand if you just don't like that style of music. Yeah. Okay, it's whatever. Like, that's not for everybody. But if you're dogging a song saying it's generic, or it's like, just has no meaning, it's a meaningless song, no. Like, you, ha- you're, you have a meaning meaningless life. Because you probably never earned a goddamn thing in your fucking life. Like... In all honesty. But I'm just out here trying. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm just trying to survive. But others, you know, have been handed everything on a silver platter. Dude, I've been, like, selling my soul, working all day. And you got, like... Overtime hours for bullshit pay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Yeah. Like... Worried. Oliver Anthony, get at me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Worry about miners instead of miners on some island somewhere, you know? Yeah. I mean... Like what's a what's that line in there where he's like, uh, if you're God, God, if you're five foot three and three hundred pounds, taxes aren't not pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Another true line. <laughs> I think that's like one of the only things like people can like like, you know, like the people that want to bitch, the normal people that bitch. I think that's like the only thing in that song that they can really bitch at. I don't know how. It's true because they're like, well, but he's they just like he's fat shaming. It's not even he's fat shaming. It's because they can't relate to it because yeah. they probably grew up in a county where like poverty and like people living off food stamps ain't a thing. Like, honestly, when I lived in a certain county, I won't say, but it wasn't as apparent. But then once I bought this house and started living around here, like more people struggle, you know, like 
It's a thing. Yeah. You go to Walmart, go JC, see people like. I think a lot of people around here, though, they kind of choose to do that. I understand. It's not a struggle. That's different. It, it, it is still a struggle, but it's self-inflicted. Yeah. Definitely. But still, that's what he's talking about. It's like a self-inflicted struggle. Like our taxes shouldn't pay for your fucking box butt drowns. Because yeah. you, you could change your goddamn life. Yeah. But certain people can't relate to that because they never witnessed it. You yeah. know, they never had to go to, like, fucking their local JC and see somebody in there, like, fucking sores all over them, trying to get, like, goddamn couple fucking Debbie cakes and fucking, Well, that'd, be, that'd be the talk of the town. Exactly. Uh, <clears throat> we kind of went on a tangent there for a second, well, which was good. It's worth it. Uh, last thing I was going to shout out, and... Don't come at me like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't be. I don't want no fucking side eyes from people that know me. Okay. Try that in a small town. But you guys, one last band I got to shout out. Okay. Twin Temple. You it, showed them to me. It's very. I it's, don't know. It's, it's different. It's, it's, it's very even... catchy. Like it's catchy and shit, but it's very fucking evil. Like yeah. Uh, obviously, if. If you're offended by anything like that, you're obviously not going to look that shit up. But if you're interested, the, for the people that have an open mind and are kind of like interested in different styles of music, it's a it's there it's a man and a woman that do satanic doo wop. Yeah, it's a new age. They came out in like 2018, but they tour with like Danzig and Behemoth, and I found them through a, like a related artist to Ghost. Mm. So. Give them a check out if you if you kind of get into that weird shit. It'd be like if Buddy Holly had a girlfriend and they started making satanic music. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like 50 swing music. Yep. It's a good but movie. I showed it to my buddy Jordan Amos, which he listens to the show, shout out. I told him to check it out, and he texted me back and he said, did not like it, but I can see why you like it because of your diversity and taste of music. So, <laughs> it's not for everybody. I mean... It's not my taste, you know what I mean, for sure. I get where Jordan's come from. But it's different. And different in the music industry is really good. I, so, the woman that sings, she has a, like a very... Compelling voice. Yeah, yeah. very luring. Like yeah. almost like... It kind of almost reminds me of like... Like if Amy Winehouse did yeah. like old swing style music. Yeah. It's kind of like that... Uh, I wouldn't say... It, I mean, she kind of has that whine yeah. in her voice, but it's just, I don't know. It's like that classic vocal. Yeah, it's its bold. But it's with lyrics that you would never hear in those classic songs. Yeah. You very, know what I mean? Very like, evil. So, <laughs> Satanic. <laughs> I mean, that's what they, they don't, they don't hide it. No. So, but, you know, to each their own. Exactly. Who are we to judge? Yeah. We're sitting here. Doing a podcast called Life with ED. Yeah. It has nothing to do with ED. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, obviously, I mean, if you guys made it this far, thank you. I, I mean, you. hit that fucking like button, subscribe, the fucking Tonight rate. will be the night that I will fall for you. Sorry. Over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, hit the rate us on spotify i know we've been trying to get more rates on there join the closed group life with ed podcast on facebook uh email us life with ed podcast at gmail.com um yeah share us comment on our stuff you guys have any shout outs you guys want topics for us to cover 
I mean, we will literally talk about anything. Like, I don't think there's really anything off limits. Like, uh, and like, yeah. I mean, if you just want to post it to the group or send us a message, whatever. I don't give a fuck. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> join us next week. We'll talk about Lorraine Bobbitt cutting off wieners. Um, all the songs written about her. Like, have you ever seen Lorraine? And <laughs> <laughs> just God damn it. But yeah, uh, yeah, we'll t- we'll follow his whole story about how he how he got his wiener sewed back on, and then he now he's a porn star, and they call him Franken Wiener. So join us next week on that. Um, yeah, if we made it this far, I say it every time. I said it you, but right. And next this week, morning, to see how it affects me. Next week, I'm gonna buy a bottle of gin. <laughs> I'm gonna have to fucking join you on that, dude. No, I'm gonna drink gin on the oh, next episode. That's my, we might have to cut it favorite, short. Favorite? I'm liquor. not kidding, dude. Are, listen, are you gonna get? Are you gonna like? I'm gonna drink like I'm drinking whiskey. I mean, are you gonna get a decent bottle of gin? Like, are you gonna I get, get like, like Tangeray? Yeah. Okay, I'm drinking. I'll get the green bottle of Tangeray. I'm drinking, and then I'll get like orange juice or something for me to chase it with, and then you know we'll see where the night gets me. Dude, I, I'd definitely be down to take a couple Tanqueray shots. What, what do like I need to get for favorite, Chaser? Favorite liquor, I'd say. My Mixer, like what? Uh, Well, I mean, like, personally. Any, any juice? Personally, like, sweet and sour mix with some Tanqueray. Just yellow, then, sweet and sour? And then hit it with, like, some Sprite or some ginger ale. Okay. Like, yeah, dude, that's where it's at. Okay. I like sweet and sour mix and, like, whiskey, too, like whiskey sours and stuff. So, tune in next week to see me getting real fucked up. Gin hits your head. So you'll be fucking top heavy over there. That's fine. I'll lay on the floor and continue to go. Look, this podcast goes, or this this microphone goes all the way down here. Look. All the way to the floor. That's kind of like me. It It comes back up. A little of a spring. Uh, So, yeah. uh, Thank you guys if you made it this far. Uh, This is Life with ED Podcast with Eric and Drew. And. Share us, comment, rate, do all the things. We just here holding it down, you know what I'm saying? We just couple of them goddamn boys with keep that goddamn thing on you. You know what I'm saying, motherfucker? All right, guys. I love you. We love you. We hope to see you guys next week. Tune in. We'll be here. Hope to see you there. Ronald.